We in the building. Brooklyn Moses Podcast, episode number 44. Yeah, man. All right, so fantastic episode lined up for today. We're going to do a quick roll call, see who we have in the building with us. By the way, we are streaming live on three platforms, uh, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. So if you're in attendance, I know that you are accessing through one of those. And uh, I definitely appreciate you for tuning in to this excellence. Because that's what we got going on here for, for facts. So we're going to see who we have in the building. Um, on IG, Hillary Pagan, welcome. Uh, Jay Carly's in the building. DJ Charm. It's just me. What's good? Ron Carter is here. And I see Martin. Was that four three five four two one? All right, welcome. And Minhas is in the building as well. On Facebook, Ray Hamilton, what's going on? Good to see you. Stefan is in the building. Jay Carly's in the building. Um, I believe I also saw. Wolverine in the building. And I see Ralston as well. All right. Facebook getting a little heavy and chunky. That's excellent. And of course, the YouTube gang is in the building as always. And let's see who we got over here. On YouTube, Khalees is in the building. Bilal, uh, BCJ. Jay Carly, Ashton, Sadiq, EJ's here, Maui Jeff is here, Charles is here, Kalish is here, um, Ivan is in the building, Anthony Pandozi, Torre, and the Fahey brothers, Chris and Bailey. What's good, y'all? And of course, Jay Carly holding it down as always. And let me go ahead and pin the uh, the post for the website. So again, you can access the audio version of the podcast by going to the brooklynmosespodcast.com. Make sure that you go there when you want to listen in to the excellence. All right. So wherever you guys are, um, when you post your comments, I'll be able to see them and I will reply. I will see it also and I'll get to you. So, um, if you post something, I'll see it at some point and um, we'll respond. That's the beauty of being on here live. You'll be able to actually engage in real time. All right. All right. So um, I, I'm also observing the market in the background. That's what that alarm was that you just heard going off. So I'm looking at the, uh, the euro dollar right now as we speak. So we don't have um, that much time for the market. Um, as far as the market remaining open, it's Friday, so it closes at 4 p.m. So we got another 20 minutes or so, 20, 25 minutes left. But it's all good. Um, what you'll learn here is that observation of the market itself is what is most important. And that's what we're actually going to get into talking about um, throughout the podcast. 
and specifically with this topic today, because we're going to compare what we do to this whole Bitcoin hype once again. Here to stir the pot, man. Today's a pot stirring day, so we're going to stir it up a little bit. All right, so. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Um, topic today. Market skill is a better investment than Bitcoin. Ooh. <laughs> oh, man. I know people don't, they don't want to hear that shit. Like, what? There's nothing better than Bitcoin now. Bitcoin is going to a million dollars. It's going to the moon. It's so funny how people get caught up in hype. It never fails. Uh, Melanie, what's up? I see you. Never fails. People get, they just get hooked in the hype all the time. And as a result of doing that repeatedly, guess what will happen? You literally will miss out on opportunities over and over and over again. It will never, it won't stop. You'll continuously keep missing out on opportunities. And you're doing that because you easily get pumped up and hyped up over an opportunity after the fact. It never fails. You ever notice in the mainstream media, nothing ever catches attention until after it happens. You ever notice that? They don't talk about something before it takes place, do they? Before something takes place, they'll actually focus more on the negative aspect of an opportunity, won't they? I remember on, I forgot what channel it was. It was a main, you know, like a mainstream news media outlet when Bitcoin kind of first, not even was first introduced, it was already doing what it was doing. Like I'm talking about a few years ago when Bitcoin was like a thousand dollars, eight hundred, nine hundred dollars. A lot of negativity was surrounding the Bitcoin opportunity. And everyone was like, no, it's not gonna replace money. And you know, it's a fad. No way that they're gonna let that, you know, replace currency. Um the dollar's always gonna be valuable. Not to say that this is not true information or valid information as far as the dollar is concerned, because the dollar is just something within itself that you have to understand the dynamic of. The reason that it's the reserve currency is because of the fact that it's backed by the US military. Yeah, I thought I was gonna say it's backed by the US financial power, no. It's backed up by the U.S. military. The fact that the U.S. can print money means that they can spend whatever they want to on armament. And that keeps them in the position of power in the world. But I ain't even going to get into all that. We're not going to even do that. <laughs> but I just want to clarify that that's why the U.S. dollar is the reserve currency. That's why it always will be the reserve currency. You got to understand it's attached to the fact that the U.S. also controls oil. And oil is something that they need everywhere. Everywhere. So there's just certain dynamics involved with that. That's not going to change, at least not anytime soon. Now, has Bitcoin disrupted 
what's going on as far as what people think about the dollar and about currency in general? Yes, 100%, which is another one of the reasons why the response in Bitcoin has been what it has been up to now, okay? So this whole idea of like what Bitcoin is and like where the opportunity lies and all of that, the opportunity really has already taken place on the scale that could have been life-changing for many people. And, and what I mean by that is this, if you just so happen to have bought Bitcoin at a thousand dollars, right? Let's say you had $10,000 and you're like, you know what? I'm going to just buy me some Bitcoin and I'm going to just hold on to it just in case all of this stuff that, they're saying that it's going to be in the future just might happen just in case. And if, and you bought 10 Bitcoin, this was a couple of years ago. If you bought 10 Bitcoin a few years back at a thousand bucks a piece, right? $10,000 right now you would have $400,000. And I'm talking about as far as the price going up to the high that Bitcoin has been up to. This was like last week. I don't even know what it is now. I think it's in the thirties, but anyway, it went up to $42,000. So, so your $10,000 would have grown to damn near half a million bucks. That's life changing. And I'm, and I'm, I'm framing it this way on purpose because I want you to see past the hype. There was a window of opportunity when Bitcoin was not in the mainstream like it is now, when Bitcoin was not being talked about positively, it was being talked about negatively. You had very rich people, powerful people saying, oh, Bitcoin's a fad, Bitcoin's trash. Don't put your money in that. You're gonna lose your money. It's too volatile. It's too this, it's too that. But you gotta understand that there's a window of opportunity for it. Doesn't mean that that window will always be there for it. Let's just say you just so happened to invest in the window or during the window. And it's what I'm actually describing now. You bought it at a thousand bucks, 10,000 to 400,000. That's life changing money for, for the average person. Life changing hundred percent. Now that's assuming that you did it right now. That's a, a, a great window, but that's not what people are going to do. We all know this. It's so funny too, because at that time I used to be telling people to just get a little bit, just to just, just buy some, just buy some. This was even before you could like buy Bitcoin through Coinbase and all of that, because in New York, they didn't allow you to buy Bitcoin online, period. It was illegal. So what they did have was these Bitcoin ATM machines around New York City. That's how we had to get Bitcoin. That's how I used to do it. I little, And mind you, the commission was 16% and I didn't care. I used to buy Bitcoin every week, literally. So if you just so happened to do it, you would have benefited from the window. But we know that that's not what people do. People don't do shit. They don't. You tell them something. Oh, that sounds good, man. Well, I'm going to wait. I'll wait to see what it does. 
This is what people will end up doing. I'll wait to see what it does. Okay, now you saw what it did. It did exactly what I told you that it was going to do at the time. You see? But now what will happen is now you want to get involved with it after the window has closed. Remember, there's a window of opportunity. And during that window, the opportunity is open for you. It ain't going to be open forever. So the window where it could have been life-changing for you has passed. That window's not there now. Now you have to get caught up in all of the hype and all of the, hey, you heard about Bitcoin? Oh, I think I'm going to get some Bitcoin now. You're getting Bitcoin now. Why? What's the window now? You, you, like, y'all understand what I'm saying? It's not going to do what it did. It already did what it did. Whatever it's doing now basically has you in a position where you just don't know what it's going to do at all now because it's already done what it has done in the window where it could have been life-changing for you. Now you're just throwing your money into it and hoping that it goes up more. Doesn't that sound familiar? Chasing. So this is what people just have a tendency to do. They always chase opportunities instead of taking advantage of the window of opportunity. Okay. But if you miss Bitcoin, don't worry about it. We got you covered because we got something better than Bitcoin. <laughs> we got something better. We got something that it don't even matter when. Doesn't make a difference. You know what it's called? It's called skill. <laughs> It's called skill. It doesn't matter if you if you started two or three years ago. It doesn't matter if you started last year. It doesn't matter if you didn't start yet. The skill that I speak of is something that is life-changing for you, period. There's no window of opportunity for it. It's just there, period. Period. So now... This is why you see what the topic is. Market skill is a better investment. So let's talk about it. By you actually investing your time and your energy into training and learning the skill, that's a better investment than you trying to get into Bitcoin now, which many people are going to try to do. People are going to be, you know, oh, man, what price you think I should... I should get in there. Should I wait? What if it goes down? What if it goes up? Oh, they said it's going 100,000. It's at 30,000. You think I should buy some now? See, you, you, you're you in a, just a state of confusion. This is where everybody's at now. People don't know when it's going to do what it's going to do. Not to say that it's not going to do anything in particular, but the, the real honest truth of it is that you don't know when it's going to do whatever it's going to do. So what's your, your tolerance for how long it might take to do whatever it's going to do? It's just a lot you got to think about. And I'm really just being realistic when it comes to taking things into consideration. And this Bitcoin thing, people is getting caught up in and they're going to get smashed because they don't have the tolerance to deal with it. I'll give you an example. What's the day? Friday? I think it was one day this week. 
what uh if it wasn't this week it was late last week i think it was this week whatever day i think bitcoin hit forty two thousand. it was either the next day or in two days it went from forty two thousand to thirty thousand so if you bought it if you bought at forty thousand you lost ten thousand dollars worth of bitcoin per bitcoin and and percentage wise i think it might have been about 20 percent it dropped 20 percent in a few days do you have the tolerance to deal with that? Do you? And you know what people did. Some people bought at 40000 and they got out at 30000 because they were scared to death. It's just what people do. So when it comes to you going through all of that, you're going through emotional stuff, you're worrying about your money, you're emotionally attached to your money, you got all this stuff going on because you're chasing and and understand that it's not going to just be Bitcoin. Next time, it'll be whatever the next thing is. You'll do the same thing with whatever the next opportunity is. It doesn't matter. You'll repeat the same behavior because that's what you're conditioned to do. You're conditioned to chase opportunities. And what I'm saying is that we have something that eliminates the need to chase an opportunity. And what it is, is skill in the market. That's what it is. By you being skilled in the market, you can be in position to always be profitable. Period. Period. And that's way different than having to catch the right window of opportunity, get into it at the right time, and gain the full benefit of the opportunity. It's totally different. Skill is something that can't nobody take from you. Skill is something that you don't have a window of opportunity for it. It's always there. Skill is something that you can't miss. Most of y'all miss Bitcoin. You missed it. If you ain't buy it at a thousand and, 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 and hold on to it, to the prices that it's at now, you missed the window because it was a thousand a couple of years ago. You missed it. It is what it is. Right. It's so funny. One of my younger cousins was, was asking me questions about it. And he was like, yeah, man, I wish I would have caught it at 20,000. And in my head, I'm like, 20,000. I'm like, I, I was buying Bitcoin at $700. And the funny thing is, I told you to buy it. You don't even remember. They don't even remember that I told them. Crazy. It's just insane. It really is. But anyway, so this is all the type of stuff that goes on when you deal with these different opportunities that might come up from time to time. You don't got to worry about none of that when you got skill. You just don't. It's, a, it's an entirely different dynamic altogether. When you have skill, that you, you don't have to be anywhere at the right time. When you apply your skill, the outcome is the same all the time. So what it is that you're doing in the interim is you're basically going through the process of acquiring the skill. You see, so there's two things going on. You know that the skill set equals something that's better than anything you could ever be doing as far as opportunities or investments, period. Because once you have the skill, you have the ability to create and generate cash flow and scale it up as large as you want it to be based on your skill. The other thing is that there's a period where you have to train in order to acquire the skill. So those are the two things going on. Once you have it, you know that that's it. 
It's a wrap. You in position, boom. You win the money, literally. Literally, money in the bank. The time that it takes to acquire the skill, that's what you got to work on. That's what you need to be developing the patience and the mindset for. That's what all of this content is about. 301 mindset. The, um, the skill training, the, uh, the stability training, excuse me. That's what those two videos are about. Preparing you as far as your mindset goes for the training that you need. You see, because when you get into training, if you pre-train, you'll be prepared for what you need to do in order to train. You understand? It's not about trades. It's not about trading. This is why you hear me talk more and more about skill, market. Just listen to what I'm saying. I'm not talking about trades. Hey, Mark, did you take a trade? What difference does it make? You shouldn't ask me if I took a trade. You should ask me if the market gave me one. Hold on. Different, 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 different. It's a different dynamic. You see, I'm relying on the market. I'm not chasing money and chasing trades. I don't got to chase the bag. I create the bag. Different dynamic. This is so you see, you start to talk and sound like me when you have the skill. We're not worried about nothing. We ain't worried about, oh, hey, did you get a trade this week? Whether I did or didn't, it don't matter. What happens when you position yourself where one trade pays your bills for the month? Hmm. Sound a little different now, right? See, this is all what you're able to do with your skill set. All skill. Because you have skill, you can position yourself how you want to be positioned. Nobody tells you what to do. You're the boss. It's your business. It's your skill set. So it's that valuable. This is why it's better than any type of investment that you could ever do, including Bitcoin. You'll miss Bitcoin anyway. You missed it. Like I said, if you ain't getting Bitcoin at a thousand, you missed it. That was a that that was life changing to take a thousand dollars Bitcoin to 30, 40,000 in Bitcoin was life changing. That was the opportunity. If you didn't do that, you missed it. Oh, but they said Bitcoin is going up to one hundred and fifty thousand. All right. Well, do the math. It's at 30 now. Even if it does that, that's five X. You missed out on 42X. There's a difference. There's a difference. So I'm just saying, I'm using that just to help you to have more clarity when it comes to everything that you keep hearing about Bitcoin. It still ain't better than what we're doing. Even if you did catch the window and you did get 40X, 42X, we still beat that too. (laughs) skill is still better than that too come on man we do that in 21 trades hold on whoa all right let me i'm gonna come into the comments i'll talk to you for a minute because i keep going and, and keep going i'm like the energizer bunny right now uh, 
All right, let me come real quick. Let's see who's over here. Um, shout out to Patty Sullivan, Kev Jackson. Um, Cherie, what's up? My cousin Cherie is here. Yolanda Johnson. Everybody over on Facebook. Um, let me see. Let me come back over. Let's see what's going on on IG. Um, Sharonda's in the building. I keep it real. Is that how many Bitcoins you have now? I still got all mines left. And it ain't 10. Nico, I'm late, but sounds like Bitcoin. What'd he say? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nico. Yeah, talking about Bitcoin a little bit again. Um, Willis, what's going on? Keep it real. Said I got it when Bitcoin was 500. Excellent. Didn't miss it. Very good, man. Very good. Very good. And see, like th this is what I, I mean about windows of opportunity. <clears throat> if there's a window that's available and you take advantage of it, you'll benefit from it. Most people ain't going to do it. The proof of that is the fact that I talk to mad people about it and they ain't do nothing. They ain't do anything. And I'm not, I'm not even saying that like to poke, like, see, I told you to do it. I'm just saying that you can't say I didn't share the information. I did. I clearly shared information. Um, Stacy, what's up? But it goes to show you that people don't always act on information. People act off of what? emotion without fail this is why people are excited now about it and that's why i'm going to continue to talk like this because i'm like listen don't be excited about it now the ones that should be excited is people like me people like i keep it real everybody that bought it at a thousand or less we're the ones that should be excited about it and i did that and i'm not excited about it because what i'm doing with trading and with the skill that we have is still better. Better. Parquet. Who remember that commercial? <laughs> Who remember the Parquet butter commercial? All right, let me come over to the comments real quick. Uh, let me see. <laughs> Ashton is funny. He said, we fry fish on Fridays, not stir the pot. <laughs> um, Tavares, what's happening? BCJ said, get into that U.S. currency talk. Give the game. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, we need it. We got to dedicate a whole podcast for that joint. Um, Jay Carly, there was some posts on social media, people asking if they should sell their Bitcoin because of the drop. I'm like, hell no. You hold that. You are crazy. She said, I learned my lesson in that market a few times. One of my $10 stocks that I sold at 20 is now at 100. Right. Yep. Um, she said, thank eight pound, six ounce baby Jesus for TA. <laughs> 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 yep. 
You said every time we talk about Bitcoin, I think about your video where you're at the ATM. Ooh, she brought it back. You, re- I forgot about that video. Yo, I forgot about that. Yo, shout out to Jay Carly, man. You be digging in the crates. Oh, snap. Yo, Jay, if you find that video, um, send it to me. That's crazy. I forgot about that video. <laughs> Yo, she brought it back. Yes, I forgot that. I had made a video where I was going to the, the, um, the Bitcoin ATM machine, buying the Bitcoin, showing people how to do it. I'm telling you, man. But anyway. Uh, Melanie said there may be a window for Bitcoin and stocks, but skill opens all the old boy. Got one now. Hold on. She said there may be a window for Bitcoin and stocks, but skill opens all doors. <laughs> all right, we going in, I see. Going in a little bit. Um, Damon in the building, what's up? Sadiq said the skill is the bag. T.A. way. 100%. 100%. Um, EJ, my girl said you and Lulu lit. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Lulu, man. Shout out to Lulu. Shout out to Conversations with the Fullers. If y'all, if y'all have not seen the, um, the podcast yet or heard it, Conversations with the Fullers. Yeah, make sure that y'all check that out. Um, I got to make sure I get a website for that. So I'll, I'll be able to send y'all over there easily. But it's on Facebook and um, it's also on YouTube. Y'all can subscribe to the channel. Definitely check that out. Me and Lulu be hanging out and just be wowing. <laughs> just be wowing. But very, very good content. Um, Damon, Mark, Mark, what does Nadex partnership mean? when trying to open up business accounts on Nadex. Nadex Partnership LLC. Um, I'm not sure what that is. It sounds like it might be a, a division in Nadex that they use for the business accounts. But don't quote me on that. But that's what it sounds like that is. But I know that with Nadex, to open up a business account, just keep this in mind. If you open up a business account and you're the principal of the business, so like if you got an LLC or a corporation and you're the principal um, officer of the business, like your name is on the paperwork, what happens is you can't have a personal account. You can only have one or the other. So if you are the principal officer in the business, you cannot have a personal account on the Nadex platform, okay? You can't have two accounts. So the only way to go around that is if the business officer is somebody else, right, not you, or if you're the business officer and you can't have a personal account and you, you, you want to have two separate accounts, then, you know, if you got kids, use your kid. Your kid is over 18, use them. Or if you're married or, you know, you trust your significant other, let them open an account in their name. And then you'll be able to operate two separate accounts. But you cannot have an account in your name separately. If it's in the business name and you're the principal of the business, you, that, that is, that's it. 
you can't have a personal account and vice versa. If you have a personal account, you can't have a business account where your name is on the paperwork as the principal for the business. All right. So just to be clear, but that's a good question. Um, Ashton, you don't even have 30 K to spend on Bitcoin. <laughs> right. You definitely buy fractions, fractions. Um, Jay Carter, that's funny to me. They're like, Oh, I'm gonna buy it now. We'll hop on over to cash app with me and buy micro Bitcoin. Right. Right. Go to, go ahead to Robin hood and get some, <laughs> Go get go get point oh 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 one Bitcoin. <laughs> Crazy. Go get your Bitcoin. Uh come on, mouse. I don't see you. Where you at? This mouse gets on my nerves over here. All right, there you go. Um, Bailey, if it ain't, oh, if this ain't telling y'all anything, I don't know what will. Yeah, people be so, people just be hard-headed sometimes too. You know, it, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a people thing. It's like a human thing. Just be hard-headed. Um, Bitcoin is once in a blue moon opportunity. TA trains for forever income. Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. Forever income. Um, Jay Carly, damn it, they have a special customer service to open business account. I'll send you the info, but you can't keep your personal account. Right. Which is what I was just explaining. Keith said he remember Parquet. Mm-hmm. Of course Sadiq remembers. Of course. <laughs> I don't know what Sadiq don't remember. Um, Jay Carly, yeah, there were a few weeks in 2018. I watched every video you ever made. She said she got it in the playlist. She got it on deck. <laughs> yeah, send that to me. Dag, I forgot about that. That's crazy. Just for kicks and giggles, man. Um, all right. Troll. The Troll Patrol. Out of here. Um, Jacob, did you post a link for the channel? I see you said it, but I don't see the link for it. When you get a moment, post the link for me. That's for, um, Lulu's channel for conversations with the fullest. So you definitely can check that out. Um, if you have not already. It's further up. I don't see it. I don't see it at all. Where is it at the top? Um, just just post it again so that it's in there. Cause you know I ain't scrolling to try to find it. <laughs> I'm in the no scroll game. <laughs> um, Mo, what's good? Ashton said. Which one is better, personal or business? Well, because of what what it is that we do, um, even if you're an individual and you have a personal account, you get a 1099 at the end of the year from Nadex, right? Um, 
the 1099 means that you're a business, even if it's, it, if it's your personal account. A lot of people don't realize that. Like, if you get a 1099, you're a sole proprietor. So you you were business regardless. This is what I love about this. Like, I love the fact that everything that we do is already structured as a business. When you get a 1099, you have a business. It's just you. You're the business. So, and again, consult with your tax advisors and all of that type of stuff, but the deductions and things that you would qualify for by having an actual entity, you are entitled to as an individual as well when you have a business. So like I said, when you have a 1099, you have a business. So just keep that in mind because a lot of people try to complicate it and you don't have to. It doesn't matter if you have a personal or business account. Having a personal account and getting that 1099, you a business anyway. Yep, you are a business anywho. Yeah, they saying that the link ain't showing for some reason. What's all that? Um. Yeah, it's not posting. Let me see if I can grab it and and uh, post it in there real quick. You'll never find. Bang, 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 bang. Where it, Jay Carly, send it to me in Messenger, and then I'll post it. Do that real quick. Because I know it's going to let me post it. I'm... YouTube is funny like that. They don't be letting you post links all the time. Yeah, matter of fact, you yeah, do that because you know what they be doing? Even when you post the podcast link, it doesn't show. So it doesn't let y'all do it. I guess they do that because they try to keep spam out of it. But there it is right there. Y'all should see that. Y'all see that? That's the link right there for um, Conversations with the Fullers for um, Lulu's channel. So y'all make sure that you subscribe to the channel. Um, I think we need a thousand subscribers before we can even go live on the YouTube channel. So yeah, help to get us there. All right. Help, man. Help us out. But yeah, definitely check that out, though. Like for real. For real. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Let me come back. EJ says, stop trying to be. Rico, when Ace shows away, everyone eats while living and maintaining. <laughs> That's hard. Um, yeah, definitely got to get to 1K. Yeah, yeah, definitely share that link. Um... What else? Let me come over to Facebook. Make sure nobody's over there that I missed. All right, we good over there. All right, cool. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so, you know, like with this whole thing, 
about getting caught up in these opportunities that come along, you know, I mean, it's unfortunate, but the majority of people miss out on every damn opportunity that comes along. And the only thing that they're left with is them just saying and talking about, man, I wish, I wish I could have bought Apple, wish I could have bought Tesla, wish I could have bought Facebook, wish I could have bought Bitcoin. You know, these things just keep coming and coming and coming along. And unless you're savvy, you know, you won't be in the know at all. Like when it comes to different opportunities that are presented at the time, you just ain't going to know. Even the people that are savvy, you still have to educate yourself and then you have to be willing to put the money behind whatever your, um, your thoughts are regarding whatever the opportunity is. You know, so it's kind of like making good investments financially has more to do with you investing at a time when no one else wants to do it. That's what the opportunity is. So it's kind of like you got to know beforehand what something is positioned to do. And then you got to put money behind that. That's an investment. It takes a lot to know that information. It takes a lot. And even after you become informed now you got to put the money behind it. You understand? In addition to that, now there's going to be time involved in the actual opportunity maturing into whatever it's going to turn into and become ultimately. So that's a lot. That's a lot of stuff. That's a lot of steps. And it's a lot of, of things that you have to do beforehand. So, so it's kind of like you always have to remember that an opportunity happens beforehand. It's the hype that is happening afterwards. Like right now, the, the hype is what's going on with Bitcoin. That's why it's in the mainstream. Anytime it's on the news, it happened already. It, like with, with, with anything, it already happened. If it's on the news, it already took place. I remember when they first did the, um, the lockdown. And at that time, I was in the car. And I had did a live and on the live, I was talking about like the topic was what is a good investment now. And this is real stuff that we was talking about at the time. And we were like, yo, what business right now is, is actually still running? Cause everything was closed and we were like, yo, let's think about this. Let's talk about this. And we was, we was talking about it. We was like, all right, hold on. Domino's still running. McDonald's is still open. Like just thinking up, just thinking logically, like, all right, these businesses are still running, even though everywhere else is closed, they delivering. You can order an app, Uber Eats. And when we broke it down, we came up with actual ideas and we talked about it. And then when I looked and I saw how these stocks performed, it was like, wow, Chipotle did very well. Domino's did real good. McDonald's did great. Uber did good. Like there was like a handful of different things that we actually discussed on a live. I was in the car and we were talking about it. And I was like, Hey, you know, if you got, if you got some money, why not invest in some of these things? This is just what we was just talking about. Just general conversation. 
So that's what I mean about being savvy. It's like, all right, lockdown just happened. Stock market just crashed. And the same, as a matter of fact, let's, let's rewind. Hold on. Take you back to another live stream. And you can actually go on um, the YouTube channel and search this out for yourself and you'll find the videos that I'm talking about. There was a live when the, the same day that the stock market crashed, right around when um, the lockdown started. I forgot what news it was that came out, but the stock market just crashed. It was like the biggest crash since 87, something like that. It was bigger than the 87 crash as far as the, the amount of the drop, the size of the drop. And I'm looking, I'm like, oh, snap. I was like, Bitcoin dropped too. So I'm looking at Bitcoin. I'm like, yo, Bitcoin is at, Bitcoin's at 3,800. And that same day, I bought more. I was like, I'm going to buy this now. And I'm going to just wait. I'm going to hold on to this. This was, mind you, separate from the normal Bitcoin that I just buy like every week. It wasn't even that. I was like, I'm going to just do a separate like trade. Bought Bitcoin at 30. I, I think my price was 38 or 3,900. And I told everybody to buy Bitcoin in the car. I was like, listen, y'all need to, I don't know if y'all got any, but just buy some Bitcoin. Just dropped. Buy it. Next thing you know, week, two weeks go by, three weeks go by, Bitcoin back over 5,000 again. And just over time, you just saw the price slowly accumulating, building back up, building back up. Next thing you know, Bitcoin was at 10,000. At 10,000, I had sold half of that position held on to the other half and mind you, I bought some, like I bought some Bitcoin. So I turned that original transaction where I bought at 3,800, I sold it off at just under 10,000. That was the first half. Then I held on to the second half. I was like, on the second half, I'm gonna wait till it get around 25. Got the 25, I sold more. And then Bitcoin just continued to go. This is what happened recently. So I'm like, now, mind you, this is stuff we talked about. We talked about this in the car. And I'm like, dang, like, like people didn't even do that. They didn't even, like, just didn't do that. Just didn't, didn't pay attention or didn't listen or whatever the case may be. So it goes to show you that the majority of people are not going to do things when they're, when they're supposed to do it in order to take advantage of an opportunity. So because your timing is so bad, because you got bad timing, like the, the average person just has terrible timing when it comes to investing. When the moment is there for the investment, you're emotional about it. Like, oh man, I don't know. Man, you know, what if it don't, here, here comes the what if part. What if it don't work? What if it goes down? You're thinking about all that because you're emotionally attached. You can't be emotionally attached as an investor. You don't make money with emotion. You see? Scared money is not going to make you no money. If you got scared money, you ain't going to invest at all. You're scared. So again, I'm breaking all of this down because I want to show you this is what most people do all the time. Repeatedly repeatedly so now with what we do we don't ever have to worry about that you don't have to worry about missing stuff because you miss everything you just miss stuff 
I'm like, did I'm like, did you buy Bitcoin when I bought it? This was in March or April. I told I told people in the car, I was like, yo, just buy some. Just buy some. It dropped. Just buy it. Oh well, no, don't ask me nothing. Just buy it. <laughs> Most of them didn't. You understand? So that's what I mean about like actually committing to information as it comes as an investor in order to benefit from the opportunity. Most people ain't going to do that. They're going to miss out and they're going to keep missing out. They just keep missing out on everything. So again, this is where skill comes in. You get this skill, ain't no more missing nothing. No more missing nothing. No more missing. Uh, Lamont, what's going on? Ashton, can you talk about the concept of trading? Where did it come from? That's something I always wanted to know. Yeah, I'll get into that. Jay Carly said, you will never be too late for Team Alliance. That's a fact. <laughs> come on. Um, Ivan said, come on, get you some Ethereum because you miss Bitcoin. <laughs> Listen, I my recommendation for everybody at this point, just, just TA. That's it. I can't even recommend that you do anything. And it's so funny, like I said, because I remember back in March, April, I was like, yo, just buy some Bitcoin. Just like that. I didn't go into detail. I didn't do any of that. I just was like, it dropped. Buy it. That's it. Just like that. But, you know, folks ain't do it. They ain't do it. They was more worried about not getting COVID. <laughs> um, Damon, did you buy the whole Bitcoin at 30? I bought several. This is what I'm saying. I bought several Bitcoin when it was at 3,800. Several, not, not a couple. And several as in just multiple. It wasn't three either. It wasn't five. So I'm just, I'm trying to put it in perspective so that you understand like just the way that I, I'm willing to put money behind what it is that I know is going to turn into something at a later time. Same way that when I was buying Bitcoin under a thousand, I didn't, I didn't think twice about it. I was like, I'm just buying it every week. I'm going to just build up my position over time because I already knew that the opportunity in the window for it was then. You see, I wasn't concerned about, oh man. You know, what if it goes under 600? I bought it at seven. What if it goes to five? I would like, no, no. I knew what the window of opportunity was. I'm like, this thing is going wherever it's going. It's going there. So I just want to be in a position when it does go there. And that that was it. That was enough for me. Um, Melanie, my problem is not having the capital at the time to seize the opportunity early with TA skill set, I can position myself to never miss anything again. Come on now. That's it. And that's it. This is like, this is the vibe we on now at this point. This is the vibe we on now. That's it. Um, so yeah, but Ashton to, respond to that question about where did the concept of trading 
come from originally trading i mean even before the actual markets as we know it came into existence trade always existed trade existed before money existed like money was something that just eliminated kind of the need to barter because barter is more like the concept of, I right, you got something I want. I got something you want. How much of what you have are you willing to give me? And then I'll determine how much of what I have I'm willing to give you. Once we agree on it, that's what we exchange. So it's like if I got eggs and you got bacon, I need some bacon. How much bacon are you willing to give me? And you're like, well, you give me, you give me 10 eggs, I give you this amount of bacon. And you're like, nah, that ain't enough bacon. All right, I give you this amount of bacon. All right, cool. So you'll agree upon a set amount. So you see what I'm saying about as far as the exchange going on, y'all are determining the value of what you have and also the value of what you want. And that's what creates a market. So now it's like when you have people constantly doing that over and over again, that's what the market is. Like you just created a market. If, if me and you are trading eggs and bacon, we literally just created a market. So the next time that I, I come to you, I'm like, well, last time I gave you 10 eggs for a slab, a slab of bacon. You telling me that, nah, you can't give me a slab. You can only give me half a slab. And I'm like, well, why? Well, because I don't have as much bacon as I, as I had before. Oh, okay, that actually makes sense. Demand. And also supply. So it's based on the, just the foundational principles of supply and demand all the time. Anytime something is less available, it's more expensive, right? If, some, if something is not as available as it normally would be, the price goes up, costs more. It's like, well, if you want it, it costs more now. Why does it cost more? Because we have less. But you still want it. So you got to pay more. Simple. So this, like, just the, the basic concept of, exchange and trade it's always been there but it's the same concept today that we are utilizing and trading online and the way that we trade in the financial market so we're just trading with finance just with currency with money that's all it is we're not trading like physical products but there is a market for what we do because there's a demand for what it is that people want to do financially People trade currency all the time. Currencies exist, right? Markets exist. Um, stock market, you trade in ownership of corporations. That's what, you, that's what it is. The market value or the price of the actual um, stock that you're buying is determined not only by the availability of the shares, but it's also determined by the demand of the people that want to own the stock. When demand goes up, price goes up. When supply goes down, price goes up. So it works in tandem all the time. It's, a, it's actually very interesting, but it's the basic foundation for everything. Trade. It's just like if you, if you own a farm, right? And on your farm, you're growing apples, corn, squash, you know, potatoes, Everything that you're growing on your farm, 
let's say that weather comes along, destroys your crop. So what the crop you were expecting to have, you don't have. Let's say half your crop got destroyed. What's going to happen to the price of what you have? It's going to go up. Everybody still wants that. People still want squash. They still want potatoes, right? They still want your corn. And you don't have as much of it as you had because of the weather. There was a storm that came through, tore your, tore your crop up. So because your crop got tore up, price goes up. You can raise the price because people still going to buy it. See, they're still willing to pay. They want it. They're like, I don't care if it's more. It is what it is. You see? So, yeah, man, it's, it's just amazing. It really is. It's amazing. And we're still able to, to utilize the same concepts with what we do in the financial markets. From the convenience of your house, you know, in your bed, <laughs> you out shopping, you on your phone. It's Come on, man. Like, it's, it's nothing better than what we're doing. Like, for real. Um, Shawnee said, I messed up, bought $1,700 Litecoin on Christmas Day. Um, got in at 108 got out last week, 162. Just messing around with it. Mad volatile. <laughs> well, you made some money. <laughs> Shoot, made some money. Um... Ivan said they still barely talk about it on on Squawk Box with Kramer. Yeah, yeah. But they'll be talking about it more. See, they they the type that they'll talk about Bitcoin when they go to 100,000. Then they can't then, then it, it's like you can't deny it. It's 100,000 now. Got to talk about it. <laughs> um Shawnee, people got a, they he said they got mad Bitcoin FOMO, kind of foolish to buy at these levels. Thank you, Shawnee. Come on, man. Come on now. I'm just like, yo, just relax. Seems to me this world has less creators now and way more speculators. I agree. Here go Jay Carly with the shots. T.A. ain't volatile. <laughs> um, Corey Jenkins was good. And that's a fact. That's a fact. There ain't no volatility over here, bro. Ain't nothing but stability. <laughs> ain't nothing but stability. Um, Shawnee seems everyone has a Robin Hood or a Wee a Weeble account. Yeah, they got all that. They got all that. Cash app. All these apps. Over over there playing around the stock market. And really playing around with stuff they that they don't know about. If you ask me, they don't know what they be doing. Just doing. But, you know, I mean, and, and that's a, another thing, too, just about the, the fact that because people are like that by nature, intentionally I'll use different topics, you know, different things to talk about to grab attention. Hopefully people that are messing up, they little money that they got can actually run into this content and become educated. Generally speaking, that that's why I like to talk about so many different things pertaining to financial markets and what we do. And I talk about everything stocks, you know, I talk about Forex, 
Why? Because that's what people are doing and they're interested in. Come on, YouTube. Yo, hold on. I don't know why YouTube acting crazy. Um, but yeah, so that that's why I bring up all of these topics um, on purpose because this is stuff that people not only seek out information about, but a lot of people think that they know about stuff and they don't. They really are not that informed or as informed as they think that they are. So I know that I can provide some insight and just a different perspective on things to help you to understand what it is that you're doing and why you're not having the level of success that you would like to. It's like people will speculate and hope for the best. And it's like, you don't have to do that. You're really so much better off developing skill and really developing a skill set so that you can actually be successful, not hope that you are successful. You see the difference? Like people speculate because they hope that it works. We don't have to speculate because we know that it works. We know what we do works. It's embedded and based on the foundation of the market itself. What better way to be successful than in the market than to allow the market to determine your success? What beats that? Just think about that. What if all you did was allow the market to dictate you being successful instead of you trying to do it? Think about that. That's, that's the foundation of what we do here. Instead of us trying to develop all these different strategies and, hey, I tried this. Hey, hey, put these indicators on your chart. Look at this. We ain't doing that. I teach you how to just just look at the market with no indicators on the chart at all. Matter of fact, we go as far as I teach you how to look at the market without a chart. Huh? You heard what I said. The way, listen, our skill set is so elevated, we can look at the market without a chart and know exactly what we're looking at and know exactly what the market is doing at the time and ultimately know if there's an opportunity for us or not. That's it. Come on now. There's levels to this. There's, there's just levels to this. Crazy. Um. <laughs> J. Carter said, don't knock Robin Hood. <laughs> Listen, ain't nothing wrong, ain't nothing wrong with it. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Um, I recently got Cash App, even though I don't use it for none of that type of stuff, but I'm just saying. Shani said the sheep's still sleeping on Nadex. A lot of people, man. A lot of people. Um, Kalisha, let us be, we learning. <laughs> um, Sadiq says Zoom and other tech stocks are in demand now. Yeah, Zoom was one of the Zoom was one of the stocks that we talked about when I was in the car. 
back in March. During that same live, we talked about Zoom. Yep. And the other one, whatever the um, the Google one is, there was two. I think it was Zoom and whatever the other one was. Um, Ashton said, this is just amazing. Thank God for TA. You already know, man. You already know. Kalisha said, I'm up 20%. Forgot I even had the app. Nice. You up 20% in what? In a stock? Now, what is that? I can't even see where that's coming from, but clearly somebody is calling me somewhere. And I wonder why it rang. I don't got that thing set to ring. What was that just now? I don't know where that was. What the hell was that? Facebook? That must have been Facebook. If I had to guess, that probably was Nathan. <laughs> Shout out to Nathan for calling me whenever. <laughs> Shout out to Nathan. OG. Let me see some. Let me find out right now who did that. Let me see if that was him. I don't know who that was. Wow. That's crazy. I don't know who did that. Wow. Yeah, I don't know where that came from. All right. Well, anyway. Uh, let me come back over. Um, Jay Carly says she forgot she had it too. Ain't been on there for over a year. Um, Damon said you always have a check when you trade when the market tells you to. Facts. Facts. Ooh, come on, Melanie. Prewind. <laughs> Melanie said there's nothing more generous than a stable market. Come on. Oh, on stocks, Kalisha? Okay. Well, that's pretty good. 20%. That's nice. Shoot, I ain't mad at you. She up 20%. She ain't even know it, she said. Um, Shani only got cash out to send money to my daughters. That's, that is hilarious that you saying that. Cause that's what I got it for. To send money to my son and to Lulu. <laughs> that's it. Yup. That's all I use it for. Um, Damon said he invests with Fidelity. Yeah. Another good company to invest. Um, you know, I, I don't know if any of you are investing long-term like in IRAs and stuff like that. But another real good one is Vanguard. Vanguard is excellent for that. Like if you got an um, IRA or any type of retirement account, Vanguard is solid. Been around for, I don't even know how long. And um, they perform very well. And they have a lot of funds that just follow 
um, along kind of just with the overall market. Yep, very good. <laughs> Shani said that was a your deposit hit phone call. <laughs> I know, maybe, shoot, maybe you're right. I don't know where it came from. Oh, I see where it came from. Oh, let me see some. Well, which account is that? Oh, that must be, okay, I think that's conversations with the Fullers then. All right, yeah, that's where it came from. Okay. All right, I figured it out. I, I see now where that was. All right, cool. Yeah, so, um, yeah, Vanguard is good. Um, Damon said Charles Schwab also. Yeah, Charles Schwab is good. Peter said he got Vanguard. Yeah, Vanguard is awesome, man. Vanguard is pretty awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and, and that's another thing, too. If some of y'all don't have, like, a personal IRA, I would I would recommend that you do. Because if you get the Roth IRA, um, I'm not sure what the cap is this year. I think that the cap was six thousand last year. So you can you can contribute up to six thousand for the year. And it's just a good thing to put money aside like for later. So that's money that you're not thinking about at all. The way I look at that as far as like investing long term treat it like you treat bills. And I would also recommend that you put money aside first. This is another, another concept too. I might do a, a whole podcast about this, but about paying yourself first. A lot of people don't think about that, but before you even pay bills, you should have money going towards long-term investments and savings before you pay your bills, like a percentage, 5%, 10%, before you pay anything, that money goes somewhere. If you can have it literally like deducted from your paycheck, do it. Pay yourself first. I gotta do a live about that. Yeah, I gotta do something. I gotta, I gotta do a podcast about that. Very important. Um, Damon, tax-free investment, private reserve account. Yeah, all of that. All of that. Um, Shani said the the Vanguard ETF, 500 automatic for me monthly. Forget a car note. Shani, go ahead, man. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's right. That's right. Um, J. Carr says she got one. Comes from my check. I never miss it. Yes. She said, also, you can have extra money held from your taxes, and then that money will come back when you file every year. Yes. And for those that pay taxes in, there'll be less. Facts. Yep. Um, Peter Leo said, in business, you always pay yourself first. 100%. Yep. So this is excellent. Yeah, so, I mean, you can kind of see, like, we, we're collectively already on that, on that page. And that's why this content is so important also because it does help to just make people aware and to educate them and, and just inform them about the way that you can position yourself, you know. I mean, as far as 
a business, a skill set to have, nothing better than what we're doing as far as that goes. And to, to be able to have a cash flow business, it means you're going to have a lot of cash to do stuff with. So it's nothing better than being in a position to put the money that you actually make into good long-term investments that you don't even have to think about. Like for real, this is good. This is just good stuff, man. This is good stuff. Yup. <laughs> Jay Carr said, finally stuff I know about. <laughs> Shani said, indeed, Mark, do a finance video. You're obviously very financially savvy. Yes, hundred percent. And I see that many of you are also. So like, this is just good content. This is excellent. Damon said, this can turn into an all-around investment platform. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Um, Jay Carly, also buy a $10 to $20 Visa gift card every time you get groceries and then put those aside for Christmas. They last a year. That's a, that's a good idea. Yep. Good idea. Very good. Um, Jay Carly, you've already done several, so one for the podcast now will be great. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and Melanie said, we get a chance to peek inside Mark's brain. I'm all in. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of stuff in this big head, man. <laughs> now, that's funny. Shani said, Jay Carly, are you volunteering to do all TA members' taxes? <laughs> I know she like hell no. <laughs> oh snap! She said her mother does her taxes. Get out of here. <laughs> oh man, Melanie. She said that's what she heard. <laughs> yeah. So this was good, man. This was another another incredible podcast. Um. We always stream and live so you guys can always engage and participate with us. Just overall good stuff, man. Overall good stuff. So again, you guys make sure that you check out um conversations with the fullers. Um did I paste that link? I think I did for the YouTube, right? Yeah, this so I'm pasting the link again. I just posted it just now in the uh the chat on YouTube. Let me put it in Facebook too. So I just put it in Facebook again. So you make sure that you check that out. I think we're doing um, another one tomorrow. So Lulu been trying to do it like every other day. So you definitely make sure that you check that out. Good stuff, man. Good, good stuff. Yep. All right, man. So y'all know what it is. The Brooklyn Moses Podcast, man. Episode number 44. 44 episodes. Yes, indeed. Hard. Hard. So we'll be back at it on uh, the next one. So that'll, that'll probably be Monday of next week. Yeah, yeah, make sure that you subscribe to um, Conversations with the Fullers. So that link that I put in there, go to the YouTube channel and subscribe. All right, help us make that push to 1,000 so we can go live over there. 
Yeah, 44, J. Carly. Your favorite. That's why I was so good. Huh? <laughs> yes, indeed. All right, y'all. So we up out of here, man. I'll check you on the next podcast. Mark Fuller, Team of Lions, Brooklyn Moses Podcast, episode number 44. In the bag. All right, we out. I did tell them thank you. Lou saying, th- come in here and say thank you then. You busy. Lulu always, she always on the other side of the house talking about tell everybody to say that. So Lulu was saying thank you again for everyone um, who has tuned into conversations with the Fullers. And you'll make sure that you'll go to um, the YouTube channel and subscribe. All right, so we'll check y'all out. So we, I think we'll do an episode tomorrow for that. All right, we out. Deuces. <laughs>